What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Player X. And joined by the Galone Wolf. <laughs> and together we are the Semi-Limited Podcast. You know what it is. We just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening lately, showing us love, especially people who've been coming to locals, uh, sending us messages, uh, interacting with the platforms. We all do this for you guys and appreciate all the love you guys have been giving back. Everyone copping the merch, hoodies, shirts, all that stuff, the, the map pins. Uh, we really do appreciate all the love that you guys have been giving us and uh, you know all that. Well, before I get into the show, we're just going to do a couple quick shout outs. We'll do the uh, shout out to Unplugged Gaming that we usually do in Manliest, New York. You can be sure to check out their Discord server down below in the description box. I'll uh, have a link there that you can click on to join their Discord server and talk about all the card games, TCGs uh, that you guys want to, whether it be Yu-Gi-Oh!, whether it be uh, Magic the Gathering, One Piece, and whatever stupid-ass game, Flesh and Blood, whatever. All that is uh, down there in their Discord, so be sure to check that out. Uh, and also, our Twitter follower and TikTok follower will be... Uh, sorry, our TikTok and Twitter follower giveaway will be coming up soon. Out of 50 followers for each, you should be going to the link tree down below to go click on it. It'll be uh, bring up a map of all of our social medias. You'll click on them, follow them all because you love us so much. And then uh, by the time you do that, we'll have 50 followers and we'll be doing a random raffle or giveaway to you guys. So that way we'll be able to give back to you the same way you guys give back to us. Uh, as he said earlier, the merch has officially been released. Uh, you guys are already buying that up. Thank you again. Uh, there's a link tree in the in the link tree. There is a Etsy link down below. Just follow that. Get some pins, some hoodies, some shirts rock it off that's right absolutely so and that's gonna be down there so shout outs to seven south for uh, holding it down for the merch for us but getting right into it because you know we don't want to make it a big long episode today just on light you know before we get into the nets runs that we're all about to be doing but just a quick brusher on the band list and how it's been shaping up you know with the band list coming out and uh having a bunch of the euro nets and all that stuff it's actually been pretty cool having this band list but i don't think it's been one of the biggest band lists that we've probably like had like i thought it was gonna be a little bit more impactful like i feel as though the meta is still the same it's been since before of it so i mean i don't really feel like anything has really shifted uh, do you no, I don't think things have shifted. I just think there's more representation and deck options that are coming from this ban list. Uh, as we saw before, Castier is still pretty good, especially going into post what, what those two week ban list now or one week. But uh, I, I think it's it, I think it leveled things out mostly too for the decks. It, it gives just a better representation and better deck building options too. So I think this was actually a really good ban list to not hurt and wound a deck but to you know let other people in to the format yeah it was a lot of slaps on the wrist i would feel like nothing was like everyone was saying a lot of decks were neutered and slaughtered and maybe at first glance it was like that but i don't feel as though maybe like the first um two weeks in that it's been that much of a difference like castira can still probably the most represented deck in the room uh branded it's still like goaded it's still like really really strong it has a bunch of plays they can still gimmick puppet lock you or they can play more utility cards now uh super heavy samurai can still play it's a two card combo now instead of one so they're still in the format and now that you got rogue decks like dino or uh any of the other like sprite variants that are coming out there like like they're all still strong like so i just don't feel as though like the ban list did everything you need i do agree that it allowed the power levels to go down a little bit like the consistency within cash isn't like as strong 
uh, the branded feeling, the explosion, and having to rely like specifically on Sanctifier uh, kind of means something now. Super Heavy Samurai's not having the Scarecrow means that it's going to take two cards to kind of do full combo, but they can still put up four negates like without it. So who, what's one less negate? Branded can still put up the gimmick puppet lock. It's like, all right, so who cares about expulsion? Like Kashtira can still set up uh, Shangri-La with the Rise Heart, which is, you know, bringing out two monsters it's still going to be able to lock up most of your board like the 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 end boards are still there i just don't feel as though like the ban list did enough as far as like taking one of these decks out of contention like i think we really needed one of these powerhouses dealt with it kind of took it out to the back i mean obviously not cast here but one of these decks <laughs> needed to be taken out i just i just don't think it did i i'd probably go with the the next ban list around uh we'll, we'll probably do what you're talking about they'll probably kill off uh cash is still a huge problem they'll kill off cash to let the next deck come in and perform i don't think they will they can't starlight remember oh the starlight block the bounce yeah (laughs) it's it's got plot armor yeah it's got plot armor it's not going nowhere they got a ban shisha with him but no, it's it's. I think it's a good uh, ban list. It got me back in the game. It made me want to play a couple new decks. Yeah, he came over to the kitchen locals. I'm yeah, I know it's real. Said I'd be back, and I'm back. Yeah, parents. Yeah, shocked the boys. I think they you had the best reaction when you walked in the room. Everyone was like, "Oh shit, it's Galoni." <laughs> He's actually playing. Guess who's back? Uh, but talking about. You know, competitively, like the Nats run, I think for Q's is going to be really, really good. Like we got a lot of people from Q's going uh, down to Raleigh, North Carolina for Nationals this year. Even the casual players are feeling the need to, you know, make this trip and come down and have some fun. Uh, A lot of the competitive players are obviously going for clout and whatnot, but I still think that it's going to be a fun time, like whether we day two or not. My goal is just a day two. I feel as though going from something like a locals or a regionals, maybe even like an OTS championship to going to a nationals is going to be like really, really dramatic. So if I day two, like I'll be fine with that. Even if I bubble out and don't top, like if, if I go, what is that? I think it's like nine two one day one or something like that. Is that that's what you're allowed or eight two one. So well, what no, about I'm you? Are you going, you going to Nats? I, I'd bring that back to, uh, the, I think the panelists was just really good. Um, I think the ban list was just really good and it got a lot of casual people going. Uh, like Kev, for instance, they brought back some shitty pendulum card and now Kev's back in the format with us. <laughs> <laughs> but you Kevin. know, Kev, he'll, he'll go to a random tournament and fucking compete and <laughs> win. Like when we all scrubbed out at Exile, I think yeah, it yeah. was, and there was Kev topping or coming close at least. Yeah, deadass, yeah. you know. Hey, fuck yeah. You know, so I mean, like a lot of people, even like Kevin, who are casual, can still go down there and have fun in side events or, you know, like those little like um, different format events, the rivalry, warlord, the common charity, all those little side things. But like, you know, everyone has a fun at net. So I really do encourage anyone, if you're listening, uh, to go down there. Uh, obviously, I will be down there. We'll be doing like little skits for TikTok, uh, interacting with the public, doing free card giveaways, free merch. So there's a couple's like, you know, lucky people. So we'll be having a good time. So I think nationals will be a fun time for all of us. And I just, as always, people know that I just respect the um, the drive down. Like I feel as though the drive to and from a big events is like the most important time. And I think that's where like the real bonding happens. So, you know, as usual, I think those uh, 
drives are also also going to be very interesting for sure. It's the climb. <laughs> Miley yeah, Cyrus. Miley Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mad uh, turns are always fun, though. Yeah. Uh, good luck to everyone going out there. Thanks for representing us. You can catch them in the, the semi-limited merch. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, be sure to, if you uh, get any merchandise or any, like, matte pins, any of the hoodies or shirts, sweater, sweatpants or whatever, uh, let me know. I'll, I'll come through and sign them. Make sure that you guys are all, you know, freshed out, dripped up. Make sure that, you know, you guys are all taken care of. If you guys see me, we'll get a picture. You know, we'll get you on the Instagram. I'll be doing a collage later on with uh, David Felton, our Instagram figurehead. So we'll be doing a whole bunch of that interacting with you guys. So be sure to come out and say what's up at Nats. Speaking of, of new things going out there, we saw those leaks for those new Battle of the Legends, and I I kind of feel a little indifferent about this set, actually. I don't know how your thoughts were. What do you feel about the, like, the reprints and the rarities and even the 25th Anna rarities, if you will? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the uh, Anna rarities, uh, as some people might call it. Yeah, namely me. uh i think they i think they got a few right on there there's a couple rarity uh bumps that i like there's a few that you're making a case for me over the week that i can see why they shouldn't have done it like that as as far as putting them in that rarity but i also like seeing them in that rarity for the 25th anniversary just because they are uh history to the meta uh whether it be two years or they got cards from about seven years ago it ranges but I, th- I think th- they got to hit some modern cards, and they uh, they definitely hit a few modern cards that already have rarity bumps, as you were uh, oh, protesting. Yeah, I was uh, a little bit upset about some of them. Uh, which one made you the most pissed off? The uh, most angry think, there? As no. far as uh, just the 25th and a rarity? Yeah, yeah. Not just as a reprint goes. Uh, 100% has got to be the Zeus. I'm so tired of them fucking with my max rarity cash. <laughs> right so you're telling me I just dropped $400 on two Starlight Zeus to go play in that format because you needed two, obviously, because of Diablosis. And then you're telling me that a month later, after you ban Diablosis, I'm about to get a reprint of a makeshift diet Starlight. Like Starlight Light. I don't get it. It, it made me really, really upset to see that because um, I think my argument with that was it makes someone like me who honestly cares about rarity and like obviously was financially ready to spend money into the game make me not want to get into the game like at a high rarity or a high level like that because if I'm going to spend $450 on a Starlight thinking that this is going to be the highest rarity, this card is going to retain its value, yada, yada. And then a year later, they do another like makeshift, like watered down version of that that rarity, and, and it goes for cheaper and it influences the starlight. People are now trying to buy that rarity instead of the starlight, which makes it go down and yada yada. Then for that, it just makes me not want to get into that high rarity collecting. It makes me not want to spend that money. Uh, the Chris Berry, shout, shout out to Chris Berry if he's listening, uh, just had the argument in the group chat the other day that he didn't like collectors rares and they did, they looked like makeshift or like side print alties and i c- can agree with him to a certain extent like that an ulti is superior and it makes you want to get an ulti of things instead of a collector's rare because an ulti is like a like a standalone really good printing where the collector's rare is kind of like a like a makeshift like 
differentiated variant of that same rarity. So I can agree with them. It really did make me mad, especially people who would like bought into like IP Masquerade to Starlight because that was at a core set. That was like the second highest Starlight I think of all time, uh, right behind like Appaloosa. So for that to get another rarity and then and then they're coming out pre-sale like two hundred dollars like that and that's on like gamers choice. It's not even on like TCG player because you already know those go way more crazy. So like it's just crazy. You know, like, why would you, why would I spend the $400 on a Starlight when I could spend half that on a 25th anniversary rare that looks exactly like the Starlight? It just, for that, go pick a different card. It just makes no fucking sense to me personally. So you're thinking they should have done, uh, like a different rarity for the 25th anniversary than something so close to a Starlight? Exactly. This had the same this, uh, discretion with the 10,000 dragon when they wanted to have that 10,000 rarity. I'm like, this is just Starlight with the letters 10,000 on the center. And all the 25th anniversaries are the same thing, but they have 25th anniversary on the center of it. Like, it's the same thing as the cheap offs, like Starlight. Like, it just makes no sense. Make it a different rarity or pick cards that already don't have Starlights or higher rarity cards. Like, it makes no fucking sense to me. I think so the more that I think about it, uh, I think they s- should have went with a different, like, look for the 25th anniversary. It's kind of a lazy way out. And at that, I think the starlight is just ugly anyway. It looks like you just, I don't know if that's what they were going for, was ugly. <laughs> but uh, it looks like you just yeah, put like a fucking st- a sticker you get out of like a gumball when you were a kid or like a fake Yu-Gi-Oh card that you <laughs> used to get at like the, the fair sticker. or the farmer's market. Yeah, it, look, it literally yeah. looks like a, a bad sticker on top. I've always thought that about them. I like the, uh, the collect or the ultimate rare more, just the texture and everything about it. I think that's the best yeah, rarity. I People, I mean, these are definitely worth more in certain aspects, but I'm with them. I never like these rarities. I, I do think it's a little better that you get, I guess it's like you get the stamp, I guess, for the 25th anniversary. Mm. If that's what you're going for, like the flex, like the little Adidas Dark Magician or something. I, I, that's the only thing that I guess really dif- differentiates these two cards and rarities. Yeah, the more, no, I, the more I, I look at it, the more stamp. I'm with you that. I, I, I that that's the only thing I would like get over it. I'm like, oh, okay, it's stamped. Like Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't do a lot of stamping. But like so the same uh, thing if like uh, a card's highest rarity is secret, and then they go and make like a speed dual secret rare of the same card. So it's like, yeah, it's the same rarity, I guess. But that speed dual stamp is there, and it makes the card look different and like uglier in its way. Like it doesn't feel like a Yu-Gi-Oh card, you know. But that's that's just me. Whatever. You know, that's what's crazy is Yu-Gi-Oh. It's compared to other card games like the alternate rarities and shit like that like they just never change it so i think Yu-Gi-Oh people are a lot more picky from, from coming from like you know bandai or pokemon where shit's just textured all over and alternates are like yeah. doway and that's just what you go for here <laughs> <laughs> no no i agree i agree it's yeah it's a pe- like Yu-Gi-Oh people are picky when it comes to their rarities and I, i'm with you on this one this collector rare sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that was chris barry who said it but i I somewhat like them. Uh, I guess my same argument would be like, um, let's say, for instance, when Wind Up Kitten came out in a side set, it had an ulti that sprites players were playing it in certain runic builds, and the ulti hit $95. All right. Oh, and I then, this. They meant and reprinted it in a side set as not only the ultra as the other main set one, which was stupid. It could have been a, a rare for all that. And kept the ultra to retain some sort of money but they also gave it a collector's rare and where they could have gave it any other rarity because that only ultimately all it did was lower the value of the ulti and subsidize it with a 
bullshit ass cheaper collector's rare. Like the, I think the collector's rare is probably sitting at like $25, $30 right now if I go check. So for that, why couldn't we have just picked something else or chose a different rarity for it? Like it just that shit just makes no sense to me. It makes me not want to get into high rarity cards. If I can just wait another year and a half and they're gonna come with some bullshit makeshift mid to high tier rarity that's like half the price, but shit. Looks just as retarded. So fuck it. Collector's rares are anything with texture gets me. Just coming from the other games. I, I the texture yeah, it's gotta be real, it's gotta be on point. Yeah. But uh <sighs> That's a pretty shitty, uh, like, they should have made that a Starlight Rare, I guess. But yeah. I, I, you can't really fit that in something, though, just for sets and shit. But a Collector's Rare is, I think, too close to an Ultimate Rare. because of the, Just because of the texture. The borders are obviously no, I, different. I, I, but yeah. I guess that's, that's going into the same thing of why the Starlight 2 Collector's Rare doesn't uh, really Quite shine. Simple, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, The more I look at ah, dude. I'm just online right now, and these look so fake. Like, if, if, <laughs> I, if I got in a time machine, went back to my fat little fucking young self, and went, "Hey, you want these this blue eyes card?" He would be like, "No, that's fake. Would you get that? That's the fucking flea market. Yeah. <laughs> like, you fucking poser." <laughs> <laughs> they dead ass do. I can't. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. This is a. I mean, I'm I'm on the side of this is just a shitty rarity. Yeah, they should have chose either a different card or chose a different type of layout for the rarity so it didn't look or mimics that of a starlight but what about some of the other cards that you liked in there like did you like any other 25th anniversary rarities did you like any of the other reprints did you like the rarities that they chose for those cards like yeah my favorite one was dante dante traveler of the burning abyss he hasn't had a a real uh rarity bump in ever besides this i think his secret is the highest rarity still what else what else about dante He's packing a oh, huge no. packer. Uh, <laughs> he travels and fucks bitches. Uh... <laughs> no, I liked uh, the alt art Sky Striker. Uh, getting that rarity bomb and a print in there was pretty nice. That's a nice looking card just going along with that uh, archetype. I agree. You would agree with me here because this was on your list too, but I agree. Uh, Danger Nessie. Mm -hmm. Danger Nessie was great. Oh, Rite of Aramashir. Great fucking reprint there. Yeah. Armor series definitely a good one for us pores we can get back into it since i sold mine and not feel bad <laughs> you know because it's a rarity bump yeah of sorts yeah what do you think is gonna get it uh i'm not quite sure it I, some some of the punk cards might get it i think they might punk out one of them i think heart earth dragon might get it just because they have an ulti and they obviously have some kind of vendetta against having high rarity cards i think super poly is gonna get it yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, but it already has a fucking star. Doesn't matter. So like, it doesn't matter. It's even better odds. But as far as like the twenty fifth anniversary rares, definitely terraforming. Rite of Amersir, definitely a good one. I would probably say Dark Hole over anything else, just because I don't think it has another like high rarity print. The Gin Buster, so that way my sprite deck can flash out a little bit. Uh, but for the most part, I guess for like reprints itself, Ebly is a good one in secret. Like yeah, Nessie's definitely another good one for secret. I like those ones. It's actually getting a common print in a structure deck too. I don't remember which one. The punk package getting a secret and ultra printings is really good. Hard Earth Dragon, I was just saying, needs a reprint. It only came ulti and uh, ultra. Dark Hole getting a secret is really good. There is a legendary collection Kaiba, I think, version of it, but those come in first edition and unlimb. So I would just rather just stay away from those. You just get a first edition side set, call it a day. Uh, Super Poly's good, and Book of Eclipse, because the highest version is Ultra, which would give this the highest rarity of it. 
And then as far as like ultra reprints that were really good, I like the punk engine as I stated. The Gen Buster is going to be ultra. Hopefully it gets the stupid ass 25th anniversary rare. And then Sprite Carrot and Sprite Smashers was really good picks along with Bissio Baldrick. I like all those. Ooh, yeah. It's kind of butter on my biscuits. <laughs> yeah, even Trent liked uh, a couple of the cards. He said that for the quarter century rare, he liked Dark Arm Dragon, AA uh, a. Zeus. Fuck you, Trent. <laughs> IP Masquerina, of course, all the ones that I just fucking said. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do. Uh, terraforming, I agree, agree. Right, Aramis here, I would agree. He says Secret is Golden Real. That's that. Um, that's that new Crystal Beast card. We'll read that afterwards. Uh, the Danger Nessie, he agreed with Punk, Foxy Tune, and Ogre Dance. Yep, Super Polymerization. Those are some good ones. We got. Looks like we agree there. And Ultra, he's saying that Bissio Baldrake. Yep, that's good. Macrocosmos. Eh. I think it already came in like two different ultra rarities. For that, they should just made a secret. Yeah, but now the pores can use it. Yeah, I mean, but they could already use commons or DTs. Like, there's other poor rarities. Yeah, you gotta make it feel nice, though. <laughs> I guess. Uh, and then Trent also has Sakitama and Aritama as the ultra reprints, which I also agree with. One of them was a rare print and a main set, and it was like fucking what? $12 for the first edition copy it was retarded so yeah I'm glad that they're getting reprinted in the set as ultras and going back to golden rule for those who don't know is is a spell card and equipped spell card for crystal beast and it reads place two crystal beast monsters from your deck face up in your spell and trap zone as continuous spell cards and then special summon one crystal beast monster from your hand or graveyard with a different name than those cards and if you do equip it with this card when this card leaves the field, destroy that monster, and you can only activate one golden rule per turn. So from what Trent has brought up to my attention, it is uh, you activate this, you put Carbuncle and another monster in the back row, and then you special Pegasus. Pegasus will then net you a search, and then Carbuncle will then special itself and the other monster, netting you a plus two on the field and <laughs> a plus one in card advantage so it's technically a plus three but crystal beast plus three is like an average deck plus one so they need plus threes to get them trent when he does the combo <laughs> that's literally <laughs> what he needs to do for sure <laughs> no hey we all, have our, we all have our deck that we just you know we just need that one more card and konami mm -hmm. doesn't give it to us for five years <laughs> we all have it yeah hopefully we'll be able to uh get them pretty good too because we have uh, a whole bunch of like really good reprints in here and even with uh like cards like wild survivors giving us a pretty good deck chorus like vanquished souls and even dinos got support like there's a bunch of cards coming in here that are going to be really good like for the format that we're about to be in post nats that i really like so oh what's that is that what you hear i think we're out of life points guys I think just we're starting to run out of life points too. They're done. <laughs> just wanted to thank you all again for showing the support and the love, as we said in the beginning of it. We do have that slutty little giveaway, uh, Xavier. If you want to tell him before we uh, sign out of here. Oh, absolutely! Uh, by slutty giveaway, he means we have a box of brand new, fresh off the press Wild Survivors, uh, given to us by our sponsors at over at Unplug Gaming in Manlius, New York. So be sure to go check their Discord out below to go see when, the next time that we are doing a giveaway. But this one will be given away to any of our social media followers who 
goes and inboxes us on our semi-limited uh, Instagram with a picture of your wildest Yu-Gi-Oh card. We will pick a winner at the end of the month. So in about, what, two more weeks to give you guys a free box of Wild Survivors. Once again, to clarify, you will be going to the Linktree link down below in the description. You're going to click on that, go to our Instagram, follow us, because we're not going to give it away to someone who's not following us. And then Instagram DM us with a picture of you and your wildest Yu-Gi-Oh card with like one or two sentences as to why this card is the wildest Yu-Gi-Oh card in your possession. And then we're going to pick a random winner and give you guys a box and you guys will be enjoying Wild Survivors on top of that. So courtesy of your boys here at Semi Limited and the boys over at Unplugged Gaming. The sluttier, the better. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So remember, Instagram picture, Wild Survivors box, 50 Twitter followers, 50 TikTok followers, random giveaway. I don't know. Follow any of our other sites. Dylan might send you a dick pic. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Who fucking knows nowadays? (laughs) All right, guys. It has been a blast. I am the Galone Wolf. Join none other than by Player X himself. (laughs) And we are the Semi Limited Podcast. All right. Take us out. Motherfuckers, I'm back in the format. You ain't ready for mech knights and bullshit. Oh, yeah, we're not ready for none of that.